Welcome to the New Swingers Podcast, the only podcast in the world specifically created for and focused on couples who are new to or curious about the swinger lifestyle. It is for audiences of those age 18 years and older. And though we give our opinions, we are not therapists or mental health professionals, and our opinions are simply our own. So here's the deal. Lots of couples new to the swinger lifestyle have a lot of questions, and they're often nervous or feel insecure. Our mission is to help you answer all of those questions so you can explore the swinger lifestyle comfortably at your own pace and make your sex life sizzle. Our voices have been changed to protect our identities and any email questions of yours that we read will be addressed anonymously to protect your identity as well. And a lot of you ask about wanting to see what June looks like because she sounds so hot. Well, she is hot. And here's how you can see what she looks like. This hot, sexy, gorgeous, former church preschool teacher turned hot swinger wife. Just click the first link in the show notes to check out June's OnlyFans page. You'll get unlimited access to hot, daily, uncensored glimpses of her and her gorgeous 32 D pierced nipples. She gets pretty crazy on there. Just click the first link in the show notes. Welcome back to the New Swingers Podcast. I'm John. And I'm June. And today we're going to talk about our first swinger house party yes and what it was like what we learned you know there are a lot of people who wonder about these swinger house parties and and what they're like and what to expect and you know you show up nervous just like you do for the first time to a a, <laughs> a swinger club or anything if you're new you're most people tend to be a little nervous yeah and we're going to talk about what that experience was like and by the way that's only our very limited experience not all house parties are the same i would imagine uh, but i'm i'm happy to say we had a, a great experience and we're going to go into some really uh, juicy details uh, <laughs> about how things unfolded and uh yeah so not only that but one of the couples uh that told us about the house party mm-hmm. that was there they actually forgot this little deck of cards they brought with them and it's called what's your thing Mm-hmm. And it's from the We Got a Thing Swingers podcast, which you know we've listened to a small handful of their episodes uh, months back when, or last year when we got in the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And it's an awesome podcast. We think they're great. We've never met them. We don't know them. Uh, but shout out to the We Got a Thing podcast. Yeah, um, you guys are awesome. And uh, we've got your little card game here. And instead of doing emails today, we are going to go through a few of these impromptu on the air. <laughs> In front of you in real time, and we're going to see what it's all about, and we don't know what questions are going to be on these cards, but we're going to answer them. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. So, by the way, as I'm opening up these cards, what was your first uh, thought when we got invited to the house party? Hmm. My first thought. Probably like, oh, that that would be fun, but. I mean, my nerves always, like, come flooding in me. (laughs) Before I do? Uh, Yeah, so I think I was just, like, I I mean, I was excited, but I was was nervous, too, just because I was like, oh, gosh, it's the first time we've been to a house party. You know, we've been to the club and stuff like that, but I tend to get a little bit more nervous when it's more intimate. Like when it's a smaller setting versus a club, there's tons of people. Um, I mean, and I would still get nervous there, but I feel like I was a little bit more nervous just because it was a smaller setting. Yeah. And I think, I think that one of the big things with that is it's the human fear of the unknown. It's like people are afraid of things they don't know. Yeah. 
until they know it and they experience it and they go, oh, yeah, that was no big deal at all. But you just didn't know what you didn't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we don't know the rules to this card game. So if we're playing it wrong, which we probably will be, that's all right. We're just going to go through and see what some of the cards say. So oh, that's a, that's a, a rule card. I don't like rules. I'm not going to read it. Hmm. Would you ever travel out of state or the country for the lifestyle? And have you ever considered a lifestyle resort? June. Hmm. Would you ever travel out of state or country for a lifestyle event? Well, we've never been to a lifestyle resort, um, but I would really like to do that um, sometime. Uh, as far as meeting a like meeting a people like in the lifestyle out of state, I'd I'd say. Um, I mean, maybe, like, maybe eventually, like, if, if you and I had been talking to that this couple for mm-hmm. a little while and we really got to know them very well, um, maybe even did some Zoom or FaceTime calls or whatever and really got we, to we, know them. We did that before, also, with some, some very good friends of ours in the lifestyle, some of the first people we met, you know, in one of the states that uh, bordered the place where we used to live. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And um, you got to know her really well. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think, yes, I would, we could definitely, um, I guess I was thinking like far away states cause we're up North now. And if we were, it was maybe going down South or whatever, yeah. like, I think it would just depend on if we really got a good vibe for the people, we really got to know them very well. Then I think, yeah, I think that would be a possibility. Yeah. Especially if, I mean, you just kind of make a vacation out of it or something too. Yeah. Um, Here's the next card. How large is too large and how small is too small? This is a question exclusively for June because oh, I am completely straight hetero, <laughs> so I can't answer this. How large is too large? Gosh. Um, Eggplant? A real one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean... I've always, I mean, I've always told John, like, he's literally like the perfect size for me. Um, and so I don't know. I mean, maybe a little bit bigger would be fine, but I, I, I don't know. I don't like him way too big. Cause I don't want to be walking funny for a week. <laughs> <laughs> and sore. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I guess like maybe I wouldn't want obviously like eight inches long. Like that's way too long for me. <laughs> Um, like and, anything like eight plus. And then was the other part of the question? Oh, how small is too small? Too small. Um, I guess probably not any smaller than like probably, like maybe like I don't know, like five inches, maybe like not smaller than that. <clears throat> okay, and you know the, what I, from what I understand from my my research, the average male penis erect, the average, not you know there there are exceptions. Um. But the average, I think the last time, you know, this study was done with like a few thousand men, uh, the average erect penis was 5.2 inches. And then just, I think just a little bit under five inches around, like in girth diameter. So. I think I was just, I was talking about like length. Length, Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Length, I wouldn't want it probably any short, probably any 
lengthwise, I probably being erected, I probably wouldn't want it any smaller than like five. Okay. Yeah. Or and- close to five. And then I wouldn't want it any longer than probably, I don't know, like probably not any longer than, I don't know. I guess I don't know. Because <laughs> you don't know I, until you try. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely not eggplant size, okay? <laughs> you know, not looking to have another baby? Oh, my God, no. What would you do if you saw your partner having sex with someone you don't know at a club or a party? In other words, if you walked into a party, which I don't know. I wouldn't be at a cover party without you. Yeah. But I, I guess maybe like, oh, we're upstairs having fun, having drinks. And then people started to head downstairs and maybe you were talking longer than me. And I went down stairs where the fun was happening. Then you walked down and I was already playing with somebody. I guess I don't see that happening because we either. play together. Yeah. But if and you did. that's kind of. Well, I'd, I'd probably be upset because that's not that's not what we agreed to. So I think I would probably be kind of upset like, hey, I don't mind you playing with somebody else. But like we play together, like, could you wait? Could you wait for me next time? Because that, you know, because like like I said, we play together like we we play with separate people, but we're in the same room together. Yeah. When we play, we play, you know, normally side by side, even if we are swapping. So. I think I'd be upset, honestly, because I'm like, well, that's not what we we both agreed to. Yeah. <clears throat> I think for me, if I like walked in on you, again, we would be – in our case, we would be together already. Mm-hmm. But if it was like upstairs, downstairs, and maybe you got started before me, that would be more relevant to this question for our particular uh, situation. Honestly, I don't think I'd be mad. Because my whole thing would be, well, number one, well, we're at a sex party. And we're here <laughs> with one one big thing in mind. You know, all of us are. Now, did you get started without me? Yeah, but maybe things got warmed up and um, you just kind of rolled with it. To me, I don't, see, I, I don't see that as any real problem for me personally. Just because I, I'm... Mentally, I'm I'm just not as hard-lined. Like, you know, I wouldn't do that to you because I know you wouldn't like that. But for me, it wouldn't bother me because, well, that's why we're here. And if you end up just sitting next to somebody that there was a, a real connection and vibe and it's like, well, we're doing this anyway. And, you know, you know, uh, John will be down in a minute. Like, well, we're here anyway for that. I guess, I guess it just wouldn't bother me that much. Um, and it's not that I don't care or anything like that. Like, don't inter- you know, you couldn't interpret it that way. It's just like, I'm, I'm just, I guess I, I don't try to control things that much or in my mind, I'm not, I'm not threatened by that because I know what you, we have is strong and legit. I'm not threatened by that. And, you know, but that's, yeah, we didn't know that question was going to come up. My turn to ask. Hmm. And there's more here. If you like to shuffle through those, find a find a good one. Da, 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 da. What is the most extreme BDSM experience you've ever had or would ever consider? Most extreme BDSM experience I've ever had. Well, it would be with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably the kink B and B. Yeah. That we had in the city we used to live in 
there was a house right in the middle of a neighborhood, big old <laughs> subdivision. It was like Airbnb, you know, but it was kink B&B. And you walk in the house, the whole fucking house is a sex dungeon. Oh, yeah. Every room, the bathroom, I mean, everything. Mm-hmm. And it's they had everything there. Oh, yeah. And we played – we. We rented it for like three, four hours. It wasn't long enough. No. And, you know, for like at the rate we were paying, I, I just didn't – we didn't plan on staying overnight. But for like another 100, 200 bucks, we could have just had the whole night. Yeah. But you know, we, we, didn't didn't pl- we didn't plan that and we had kids and so, you know, they were in school. <laughs> so we love it when our kids are in school. <laughs> we like to fuck around. That's when the fun times come when the kids right? are at school. <laughs> Ship their little asses off to summer camp in the summer too so we can have friends over. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh so what's the next one or it says or would you or would you ever consider what's the most extreme BDSM experience well i'm i'm more dominant you're more submissive so mm-hmm. i mean it, w- it would really be whatever you want to try one of the biggest challenges people face when they're new to the swinger lifestyle is finding other like-minded people to connect with and get to know because most people don't want others to know they're in the lifestyle. So how can you actually find these people? It's very simple, actually. Just go download our free two-page guide called Swing Easy. It's a free two-page PDF document where we show you three of the fastest and easiest places you can start meeting other couples just like you in the next 24 hours or less, guaranteed. Just click the link in the show notes that says free Swing Easy PDF so you can start connecting with other like-minded couples and making new, fulfilling friendships and connections in the next 24 hours or less. Go click the link and grab it right now before the offer expires. Okay. Oh, so for me, it'd be the same thing. Like, it would definitely be there, the B&B that we went to. Yeah. Um. And I, I remember, I think the cool part was one of, one of the cool parts was, um, not that I want, not that I liked being in the cage that was underneath the bench thing, but being in there because it had the glory hole and I, (laughs) and that was pretty fun. So it was a cage, a big rectangular cage that she got in and there was a big long pad on top of it where I could lay face down, Mm -hmm. but in the middle, there's a square cushion you could remove. And so she was sucking me off that from inside fun. from inside the cage that I locked her in. That was fun. <laughs> she was a good girl and did a good job, so I let her out eventually. And I also liked I like sometimes I do like to be dominant, not very often. But I remember I I got to spank his ass for a little bit because I know he loves to spank mine and I love him to spank mine. But I got to spank <laughs> his a little bit too, so that was kind of fun too. Oh, and the swing was ah oh, hot. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not really into being spanked or things like that, but. You wanted to, you wanted to switch it up and like well let me try this I'm like okay so whatever but oh yeah the swing you fucking loved the swing yeah I did oh and the St Andrew's cross shit that was my favorite <laughs> we were talking about this yesterday <laughs> human beings are so fucking funny if you don't you know if you don't know what a St Andrew's cross is it's an X sh- it's an X shaped cross that you tie or handcuff somebody to mm-hmm. hands above their head spread and their out feet. and their feet and then you can play with them and they can't do anything no and it's 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 so wild to me because like back in like the first century ad saint andrew was literally murdered and nailed to a fucking x-shaped cross <laughs> and it's like man some guy was murdered like centuries ago 
killed on an X-shaped cross, and now it's named after him, and now we fuck each other on one that yeah. resembles it. Yeah. It's like human beings <laughs> Human beings are so, we're so funny how we think. We're like, well, I don't want to murder anybody on it today, but I'd love to tie you to it and play with you and fuck you. Um, <laughs> well, the next one, <laughs> have you ever been tied up or bound? Oh, that's vanilla. We, we're so, way past yeah, that point. Yeah, I know. I'm like, yeah. it says it's a level three. That did not feel like a level three. Yeah. Hmm. What is your absolute naughtiest fantasy? Mm, naughtiest, absolute naughtiest fantasy. Man, I had to think about that one. But I love anything involving more than like like one or more women mm-hmm. just being smothered in a pile of beautiful women. <laughs> and I think it it might be, you know, something like this, like, it's my birthday party. We have like friends over, you know, maybe vanilla friends, you know, whoever. We have friends over, but then everyone leaves. But then there's like two or three ladies that are just lingering. Some of our beautiful lifestyle friends. And you come up to me and you say, oh, by the way, your biggest present we haven't, I haven't given to you yet. <laughs> and I say, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, it's something like, well, Oh, you're probably going to have sex with me. Well, everyone isn't gone yet. And then you look over at the the two or three beautiful ladies and they smile at me. They smile at you and you say, well, they're not leaving yet because because they are the present. <laughs> and then we just have like a big f- fucking threesome, foursome, whatever you call it. Orgy. Uh, orgy. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's me and you and two or three other beautiful lifestyle friend, women, friends of ours. And uh <laughs> It's like, but I wasn't expecting it, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just a good time. Doors locked, phones are off, and yeah, that I think that would be that would be super super fucking hot. <laughs> oh, and if they're all like school teachers or something, that's hot too. I don't know what it is. If you want to, I don't know if I've said this before on the podcast, but you know, June June is my number one. Like she is the, the everything. But my additional kinks, uh, what I'm attracted to, my first additional attraction is a woman, you know, anywhere from five to 20 years older than me, and I'm 38, who is you know, maybe brunette, and it doesn't matter what color of hair, but I, I've always had a thing for brunettes, five to 15, 20 years older than me, brunette, and something like a school teacher. There's something about that. I have no idea. I've always, I mean, I had teachers... Some teachers, I just, when I was in high school, I was like, fuck, like, <laughs> like it's worth going to jail. No, she'd go to jail because I'm young and she's not. But <laughs> so it was the, the other way around. But it, there's something hot about a teacher. And then that Van Halen song, Hot for Teacher, it's like, it's always been like my sex anthem because it's. And I'm a substitute teacher. So that's kind of funny. Yeah. And, and an like, ex-preschool, Christian preschool, <laughs> church preschool teacher. teacher. <laughs> yeah. So, and, yeah. And so. <laughs> Yeah, if you're if you're you know, thirty five to fifty five, you're a brunette school teacher who is a sweet lady and likes to have good conversations, and you know you sort of take care of yourself and you're nice. Uh, you know you don't have to be perfect. You know I say take care of yourself. You don't have to be a, a triathlete. Um, and you, you're just sweet and you like to please and be pleased and play and have fun. Um, yeah, I hope we meet someday. <laughs> and we've met some, and damn. Uh, 
it was it was everything I thought it would be. <laughs> oh, that's so vanilla for us now. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, what? Oh, what's your absolute naughtiest? Hello. Fantasy? Sorry, I, I was looking at the next card. I got lost when you asked me about my fantasy. I'm like, what about me? <laughs> so, June, what is your absolute naughtiest fantasy? Naughtiest, dirtiest, naughtiest, like the one you don't want to say, but it's going through your head. Guys, have you found it difficult to get and keep an erection while at lifestyle events? If so, you're not alone, and it's common. The new environment and the distractions can contribute to a lack of an erection due to performance anxiety at the very moment you need it the most. I personally ran into this issue early on in the lifestyle, and it was super frustrating. But don't worry, there's a solution. If you use our link in the show notes and use the coupon code NEW, N-E-W, at checkout, you'll get $30 off your order of FDA-approved ED medication from Shameless Care so you can get hard and stay hard in the moments that matter most. Don't question your manhood or feel like less of a man ever again. Just click the link in the show notes right now to get $30 off before the promotion ends so you can get back in the game and blow your sex partner's mind. Click the link right now and simply use the coupon code NEW, N-E-W, at checkout. Well, it's probably the one I I think I have mentioned on the podcast more recently because um, it's kind of the newer one. But it's um, like a gangbang with you and like three or four other guys. Mm. What is it about that? I don't know. I think I like the idea that all the attention is on me, which is why I want to try like a, a threesome with you and another guy. Mm. Um, that that I would love to try like soon. But like a you know a gangbang is it's still like oh that makes me nervous. Um, but I want to try it. Um, I think it's more of like all the attention's on me. Um, there's, and the idea of like, they're waiting their turn to have their chance with me kind of thing. Like they're waiting to, they're waiting their turn. Kind they're, waiting, of thing. they're waiting to get tag teamed in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because you're so hot and attractive and you're worth waiting for. So they can have their, their turn with you as well. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> What is the most attractive personality feature for a new play partner? So I guess it might differ for man or woman since you're bisexual. What what would you say? Maybe one for each or okay. just whatever comes to mind. What is the most attractive personality feature for a new play partner? <laughs> da, da, da. We're, we're still here just so nobody thinks I we know, left. I know. I'm thinking. Okay. I need a second. Um, what, I don't know. I guess. What, I guess. What floods the basement when you see it? Well, there's a. F- <laughs> it's a. It's not just one thing. There's a few things. Do tell. Like if it's a guy, like I like the military type. Like he takes care of himself. He's in really good shape. Not that you have to have like this huge six pack, but if you do, that's not bad either. But. Like he takes care of himself. He's maybe prior military or he's just got that bad boyness to him. Um, but he's also like super respectful. Um, he's not like, uh, I don't know, like, like he's not, doesn't get his ego in there. Like he's not like some macho, hey, like a douchebag. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so somebody that takes good care of himself, but he's also very respectful, very kind, um, has a sense of humor. That's always a good one. Um, for a girl, I 
I prefer, but that's not always the case. But I do. Per- I like my go-to type is like long hair, whatever color hair doesn't matter to me. Um, kind of slim, kind of like me, takes care of himself, Herse- maybe herself. herself. Um, maybe has like. I mean, I really don't matter about the boobs for me. I just love boobs. So if they're small or big, it doesn't matter. I like there's bigger no, ones, but yeah. it doesn't matter to me. There are no wrong boobs, ladies. I'll <laughs> tell you from a guy who who loves who loves women. There are no wrong boobs. Your boobs are great the way they are. But anyway, my type. <laughs> we're back to my type. Back to you in the studio, June. Um, I I don't know. Just I guess she's really friendly. You know, she's not like stuck up or anything like that. Just for me, it's like, yeah, she can be the most beautiful woman, but if she's real snobby or stuck up or thinks she's too good, it's just like, okay, that's not attractive. So I think, I think somebody just down to earth takes good care of themselves. Um, likes women too. Cause I do. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. So then the question for me was the question again is what is the most attractive personality feature for a new play partner? For me, I think it's like a wild openness. Like the woman who is like, yeah, she's you know attractive to me in some way, but also her her mind is an open book. She's like, basically, hey, I'll try anything three times just to make sure. <laughs> you know, it's like it's you're not stuck in your head. You're not in a stuck mentality. Uh, where like I only do this. It's not rigid. It's just open, and who knows what I'll discover. I'll like, and so a woman with a with a a dirty open mind is very attractive to me. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, this one is relevant. Maybe we'll we'll uh, end with this one for now, and then get to the topic of the podcast. I know people are wondering about they're wondering about uh, what a house party is like and what ours was like. Mm-hmm. June, have you ever been flogged or spanked in a sexual way? If so, describe. Yes. The first time that I got spanked um, was at the club um, where we used to live. Um, And I got spanked with a paddle um, by a really gorgeous um, lady we call Barbie. um, Because she looks literally like a Barbie doll. Um, and, uh, she spanked me and I was like, oh my gosh, I've never been spanked by a lady before. I remember telling John, I was like, holy shit, like that was hot. I really liked that. So he was like, well, do you want her to do it again? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, well, go there and ask her. And I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. I was so shy to go over there and do that, but I did. And then she, she's more dominant with women, which I have found a lot of my friends in the lifestyle, they're. I'm not. I'm submissive both ways, whether I'm playing with a girl or a guy. But um, your lady friends, but my lady friends, like a lot of them are are very they say they're dominant if when they're with women. Well, this one, she was as well. And so she was like, well, kiss my paddle. And I was like, OK, so I kissed her paddle and she's like, ask me nicely or however she said it. And I was like, OK. And then she then she did. She spanked me a couple well, more times. What she did, is she said, now turn around, grab that stripper pull in front of you. And bend over. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you were, if you can picture this, June was she she was grabbing this triple pole, bent over completely, and this beautiful woman with her her paddle was behind her, and she she lifted up whatever you were. I don't even know what you were wearing that night, 
but um, and she was just spanking your bare ass, and you discovered um, that's where you started to discover your buy side. You're like, I don't know why I like that. Uh-huh. I'm like, I know why I liked it because I'm a guy. <laughs> you don't know why you <laughs> liked it, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. So, thank you uh, to the podcast. Uh, we got a thing for that that card game. Thank you to our friends who forgot it at the Swinger House Party, and we will get it back to you shortly. But uh, <laughs> we just realized that was in there, and so I thought, why not grab a few and uh, do that? So, people have ideas about, well, the Swinger lifestyle, but then they also have ideas about what a Swinger club is like or what a swinger house party is like. Yeah. Probably, I mean, just like we did, like I said before, because we've never, we had never been to one. Anything you don't know, you have thoughts about, you have like this worst case imagined scenario that usually isn't, uh, in our experience, ever the case. But yeah, we we met this one couple for drinks and, um, you know, recently. And then before the night was out, um, they just said, well, hey, we're going to this one party. We'll connect you with the host if you want to go. And I'd had a few drinks, so I'm like, yeah, let's do it, because I'm always, I'm always down. And, you know, June was more like, well, let's check the calendar, and, you know, because she's right. <laughs> <laughs> it, tur- it turned out to, to work out. We didn't have anything going on. <clears throat> and so, uh, we ended up going. We met, we met um, these people through uh, one of the websites we recommend. If you go to the Swing Easy PDF uh, in, the, in the show notes, just click the link. Either in the show notes or on the website that says "Swing Easy," uh, you know, meet couples in your area. Um, that's where we met this couple. That's how we connected with the host, mm-hmm. and as a result, we met I think six or seven other awesome couples. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it was really amazing. So go download that. It's totally free. Uh, it's working for us because, as some of you may or may not know. You know, we moved from a big city to a small town on the other side of the country. So, you know, we're 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 uh, we're learning how to play both sides of the coin in the swinger game. Where there's not a big old swinger club, we can just go meet people. Yeah, but, and we literally don't know anybody here. So, like, we're making, <laughs> yeah. and so it's kind of cool. We've been talking about this, just the two of us, about how it's really cool because now we're we're making friends that we want to make. You know, like in you know mm-hmm. back in our old. <clears throat> place we lived it was like we had all these and nothing wrong with it but we had a lots of lots of religious friends who didn't think like we think anymore and so it's it's just nice to now live somewhere where we're making the friends that we want to make yeah yeah and so uh yeah so we got we got the invite to this house party mm-hmm. uh, we messaged down there and uh they said yeah you know they looked at our profile or pictures and and said, uh, yeah, here's the address, here's the the time. But we didn't show up at exactly the time, did we? No. <laughs> like, oh, it starts at 7.30. We showed up about 8. Why did we do that? Because we didn't want to be the first ones there. Just yeah. kind of like the club. <laughs> we I remember us getting there at the club our first time ever, the Swingers Club. And I remember, like, we stayed in the car, like, probably 10 or 15 minutes past time it was opening because we didn't want to be the first ones in. And then, of course, then then I'm like, okay, I got to pee. Let's just go in. <laughs> so here it was the same kind of thing. Like, we don't want to be the first one showing up to the house party. But here's our perspective now. Um, because it was a it was a great party. Everybody was super respectful. Yeah. Nice. 
uh, lot, lot of very hot people, very laid back, mm-hmm. no pressure from anybody. Yeah. Um, so we showed up at eight o'clock, and you know, I I wish now that we would have shown up right at seven thirty when it started because there were a couple of couples there that we really wanted to talk to and get to know a little bit more, but we ran out of time. Yeah. And if we would have been there another half hour, uh, get, gotten there on time, we may have had time to talk to them. And and yeah. I, I don't, I don't think anybody. Well, I think it, I think as far as I know, only two of the couples had like known of each other. I don't know that the host had met any of us, or that anybody there had actually met anyone else. That's my general understanding. So as couples, we all showed up, and nobody I don't think had really think we, known any other knew. couples. Yeah, maybe, but like maybe one or two of them did, but I don't know. Yeah, so we're up in the kitchen having drinks for probably the first hour, hour and a half, right? And I say that only because I remember them sent the host saying that they they did one previous party, so that's why I was like, well, there may have been a couple people, a couple couples that maybe knew. <clears throat> oh, the you're host. right. So no, you're right. There was one couple we did talk to who said they were at the host first party. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's what I thought. Yeah, but I think overall, like most of us didn't know anybody. Yeah. And so we're all kind of in the same boat. So we walk in. We got our bang bag full of toys and drinks. <laughs> and what what was it like? Walking through the door. Everybody was really nice. Like, oh, hey, hi. Hugs on the first time seeing meeting people. Um, just very laid back. They had like food at one of the tables and drinks set up at a different table and uh they had just a real nice like kitchen kitchen dining area that we just kind of all lingered and and hung around and just kind of got to chat for a little while to kind of get to know people yeah which was really cool because like there really wasn't anything sexual about that it was more just hey where are you where are you all from and how mm-hmm. long have you been in the lifestyle there's no creepiness like, you know, somebody lingering, floating, because like, oh, I hope I get to play with you. Like, there was nothing like that. Yeah. We, I mean, it was all just, it was all couples. It was all, ju- it was literally just like being at a backyard, a backyard barbecue in the neighborhood. Yeah. Except this one ended way better than those uh, usually do. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it was just super laid back. Um, I really liked that. I was ner- I was super nervous until I had my drink in me, and then I was okay. <laughs> um, so once I had my rum in me, I was good. Yeah. And so I only, you know, you had, I think, ended up having about three shots of it over the course of the night. Which uh, was too much because the next day was, ooh, <laughs> bad hangover. <laughs> it was 100 proof. But um, I only had one shot because I wanted to be coherent. You know, this is a new environment. Plus, if I have too much alcohol, you know, my brain just doesn't sexually function. And I didn't want to get to that point where, you know, I couldn't, like, perform or do something. Yeah, yeah. So, eventually, people started going downstairs, which we were told by the host is where the real fun happens. Yeah. Do you remember what it, what did it look like? Like, describe the, the scene sensually. What did it smell like, look like, feel I, like? I don't remember what it smelled like. I don't think it had a smell. I'm just um, saying like. But but I remember walking down and it was like really dark, dim lighting. Um, they had couches. Um, they had a couple couches, I think. And then they had a bed uh, to the right as soon as you walked down the stairs. 
because it was down like in their basement area. Um, and uh, they had porn going on the TV. Uh, John uh, didn't tell anybody, but he told me, but he we, he brought our Sibian with us. <laughs> and so as we're chatting with other people and the host and the host, I, I mentioned, oh, yeah, or I had just kind of asked like, well, well, what kind of stuff do you guys have? And she's like, oh, we have this and this and that. And and I just kind of was like, have you ever tried a Sibian? And she's like, oh, my gosh, yes. Once she said, oh, I wish we had one. And I was like, well. Actually, we brought ours and it's in our car if you want us to get it. So she's like, oh, my gosh. Yes, please. (laughs) So as like so John went downstairs before I think a lot of people were down there yet Mm -hmm. to set it up. I set it up right near the fireplace, which gave off some great little ambience of light. You know, it was it was dim in there enough where you could you could see people's faces, but it was dimly. Uh So it was. It was just kind of this really seductive, seedy but classy feel. You know, the basement was done; it was very comfortable. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, nobody nobody acted weird or acted out of line. Um, mm-hmm. Again, this is our own only our first house party, so we can't speak for any other house parties that take place. Uh, this is just our our first and one experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, June, you were you were the Sibian for a while. First. Yeah. First. <laughs> Well, it's your toy. You had to demonstrate how it works. But, oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. So I, I started the party off. <laughs> yeah. And by the time you're done with that, people are already making out, clothes off. Um, it kicked into high gear fest. We've learned that in any environment in a lifestyle, once women start getting aroused, you don't have to worry about what's going to happen next. Stuff just organically starts to roll. Clothes come off. People start kissing. You know, the couples, you know, all of us as couples, I think, you know, started off playing with, you know, our own partners and kissing and touching. And then you would notice like, um, like, uh, you know, like a couple would come and they would sit down next to you on the couch and they'd make out there, you know, and then like, oh, you know, her leg rubbed yours or she, you know, they sit down and go, hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, or I remember one couple uh, who we ended up playing with. They were really, they had this massage table there in between the couch and, and the king size bed. And they were making out and playing on that with each other. Then they came and sat next to us. And as they were walking right over in front of us, I remember looking at her and saying, Hey, you all look like you're having a good time. Yeah. And they laughed and, you know, they sat down and uh, they're like, Yeah, that's a good time, you know? And uh, you and I were. You were blowing me for a little while. You know, I was on the couch and you're on your knees. And then eventually you got on top of me. And I think this, this is, this is something I learned. I think, or I was thinking to myself, man, I see other couples playing together, but we're here on the couch alone. Like, do we do something or, uh, <laughs> or, or are they just busy or like, you know, I don't, you know, maybe they were nervous like we were a little bit. I don't know. But I, I thought, I thought, uh, well, we're number one. We we always know we can play with each other and have a great time. Yep. What I noticed was once you and I started having sex on the couch, like you were riding on top of me. Yeah. I was pulling your hair back, so like your 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 face was facing the ceiling, and you were riding on top of me. I noticed. Uh, I think it was that couple and maybe another one. They kind of stopped what they're doing, or they both started looking. Mm. And I, th- and I thought, oh, maybe this is getting someone's attention. So I, I kind of saw that 
after we got really into it with each other, I think it sort of attracted other couples. Okay. Uh, instead of, you know, I'm not that, or maybe that's just when they saw us. I don't know. But to me, it seemed like nobody else really came around until we really got into fucking and got real heavy. Mm-hmm. And then they came and sat right next down to us. And the, the, the lady, this beautiful, beautiful brunette, uh, totally my type. Um, she's on the couch next to me. Her husband's, you know, doing her, you know, and June's on top of me. And so I'm sitting on the couch next to this beautiful lady and she does this whole, you know, like the yawn thing you do in high school and, you know, you're in the movie theater and you put your arm around your date's shoulder. Well, she did that to me. Yeah. And then grabbed the back of my head and started making out with me. And from then on, it's like, okay, so, yeah, I mean, you're riding on me. She's making out with me. She was telling me what she likes, you know, and I I saw what she was doing, which I won't go into too much detail, but she was doing something that you like, but in a way that you don't prefer it, but she liked it in a different way. And so I noticed that. So I reached over and I just started doing like what she was doing and then kind of checking on her like, hey, is that okay? Is, Is that too hard? Is that? And she was like, no, that's great. And so then I looked up at one point and uh, you and him were making out while you were on top of me and he was, you know, doing her. Mm -hmm. And I just thought, hey, you know, this is kind of an awkward sideways angle on the couch. Like I'm trying, you know, her and I are kissing and we're like all sideways. So I just, I just asked him, hey, do you guys want to go over to the bed? And uh, we did. And they're like, yeah, let's go. Yep. Then we got over there and, um, you know. You were with him. I was with her. We we did a full swap, you know, which we've only done a couple times up to this point. Mm-hmm. And um, it was it was a a really, I mean, to me, it was a really hot experience. And I remember you saying it was also. Yeah, it was fun. I know for you, it's like you you think more than I do. Um, it's, it's, way more than he does. I kind of <laughs> wish I get really frustrated sometimes because I'm like, why can't I just not think about things like you? Like you just go with the flow and whatever. But I'm always the one that's like, I'll really like, I, I, that's why I like him being dominant over me because I get out of my head, <laughs> but it was like, okay, here we go. Um, <laughs> didn't really talking about anything ahead of time. So that kind of was made me a little bit more nervous too. Cause usually with any couple we play with, we kind of like, Hey, this is what I, but him and I didn't talk about anything. So I was <laughs> a little nervous. Yeah. You just kind of roll with it sometimes. And we did. I mean, it was, it was fun. So um yeah so yeah and you're you're still well we're still kind of kind of new to the full swapping thing yeah and you know when you say like about me like it just doesn't bother you you don't get in your head i I, maybe it's part of being a guy i don't know but the best way i know how to boil it down is just i like pleasure and whether i like it or however we're experiencing it it doesn't it doesn't mean anything to me in the sense that it that I, I don't believe there's some deeper underlying meaning that would mean something about me that would be negative. Um, if it feels good, I do it, which is interesting. I was always told growing up, if if it feels good, it's evil. Yeah, uh, that's the biggest bunch of horseshit in the world. If it feels good, it's fucking fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. And everyone walked away having had a great time. Yeah. Um, after things cooled down. He ate me out, and I had a small orgasm. Yeah, and then and then that the other that, guy, not the other guy, not me. Yeah, with with the other guy. Um, and then uh, and then and then that's when we after that we like fucked and stuff after that. But um, 
yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, now that it's been several days, you know, I think, I think it was fun. I think, um, but I just, I, I just feel like because it's still so new doing that full swap that, Mm -hmm. that, that's why I was a little like, oh, like, how do I feel about this afterwards, you know? And, and then I'm like, okay, it's been several days and I can say that it was, it was a good time. It was fun. It was enjoyable and it didn't take away from what, that's what I have to keep reminding myself is it didn't take away from what John and I have <clears throat> like that to me, I think is a big thing that I've really had to like work on myself mentally is like, Hey, just because he's playing with some other lady, that doesn't mean anything about me. It truly doesn't. And, <laughs> and, and he's told me that millions of times. And the same with you. If you're playing with another lady or guy. Yeah. That's not a knock against me. Yeah, but yeah. I, I that is something that I am still working on. I feel like I'm better, but I'm still trying to get that last little bit, you know, from the church out of my head. Like, okay, like, I I just have to, honestly, at this point, it's just kind of, I have to just remind myself, like, hey, this d- is just fun, and it doesn't mean anything between, it doesn't take away from what me and John have. It's just extra fun, and then... It was really awesome because we talked to a few other couples after that, but the sex when we got home, fuck. We'll describe what you mean by fuck. (laughs) Um, How was the sex when we got home? Really hot. Like, shit, like we couldn't keep our hands off of each other. Which, I mean, it's all, I mean, I feel like it's usually like that anyway, but it was on, it was on kicked into high gear big time. Yeah, it was how great it normally is. Plus 10x. Yeah. Like, it It was, yeah. It was fucking wild. Like, we could not control ourselves. And then he came, then I was like, uh, I, yeah, and then I was like, okay, go get, go get my vibrator. <laughs> I need to have an orgasm. I'm like, yes, I missed it. So, I, yeah, so then I came really hard with him, too. You came really fucking hard. Yeah. Yeah. So. So. Play. So what? what oh, you're- oh, and and he forgot to mention this. When I was on the Sibian, two other beautiful blondes came up and started kissing on me and making out with me at the same time as I was on the Sibian and licking f- licking your nipples. Fuck, that was hot. Yep, licking my nipples, <laughs> making out with me. Yeah. You know what was really great? Well, again, first of all, this goes back to like, oh, why would why do you need other people? We don't need other people. No. But people think, oh, that would that wouldn't enhance your sex life at all or your relationship. We don't know how to explain, but the lifestyle has definitely enhanced our relationship, yeah. relationally, communication wise, and sexually. And we were doing great before it. Uh, we we don't know how to explain why it's been so good to us. I'll tell you what's really cool though. There was a couple we didn't play with, um, but I hope to because she she was beautiful as well. <laughs> After everyone started kind of just everyone was already done having sex and kind of worn out, people starting to filter out. There was a couple that came and sat on the bed next to June and I, oh, uh, mm-hmm. who we did not play with uh, that night, but we were laying there naked. They walked up naked and sat down. She, you know, the other lady was laying on the bed next to me and he was sitting on the end of the bed at her feet, um, kind of like you were near me. Mm-hmm. And we just started talking, um, casual conversation like you would have if you just met somebody at the beach that you sat next to. 
Except we're all just sitting there naked, talking, <laughs> having just very casual conversation, nothing sexual. Yeah. And they seem so much like us as far as just being normal people. Like you don't, you don't, ex- if you don't know any better and you're not around the lifestyle, you expect swingers to be like these wild weirdos yes. who just want to fuck your brains out, which can be really fun. By I was the about way. to say, which that can be fun. But like, <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, you know, well, I do this for a living and, you know, he does that for a living and. Yeah, here's our experience, and yeah, we've been doing it this long. We've been married, you know, all these years, and yeah, it's like you're talking. It's like we were talking to ourselves in in a different form, mm-hmm. and we're like, I'm just thinking, where have these people been our whole lives? Yeah, like these people are just awesome. Like, I it just, I mean, the sex was great. The whole sexy environment was awesome, mm-hmm. but just talking. Like being able to lay down on a bed, you and me, or sit on a bed with another couple naked, having general casual conversation, and it's not weird. Yeah. There's, there was something so cool about that. It really was. It, I mean, it was, it was, I don't know how to say this. It, it, it felt like it's, it felt natural. It's like, it's like this is how we were made to be. Um, and, and it's almost like we've been conditioned to not be that way. But yeah. it, it felt so normal, yet it was a new experience, but it felt like an experience that was, it's kind of built into us. I don't know if that makes sense. If you if you, if you try something new for the first time and then you realize, like, I feel like I've done this before or like I was, th- this is a part of me. Like I'm made to be this way. Yeah. That's a real epiphany. That's a real, you know, amazing experience and thing to think about. Yeah. And then I was just going to say. Yeah, we ended the night going home together and fucking like rabbits. Mm-hmm. And then coming, both of us coming really hard. Um, Super and, hard. And I love it when John comes inside of me. When I he has so much cum that it's like I can feel it go up there. Super soaker. Oh, my God. I love that so much. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. You're welcome. <laughs> um, And yeah, and then like, <laughs> and then... And then yesterday we're like, oh, we should we should make a sex room. <laughs> we literally woke up. Was it the next morning or two mornings after the party? I think I, it. I don't I, know when it was. I think it was like it was a, a couple, couple days mornings of, later. We had had a couple of days to marinate mentally and sexually, and uh, we woke up and we're just like, we have this one room in our basement. It's pretty good size and it's not finished. Let's just make a sex room. Uh-huh. <laughs> and of course, you know, we've seen that that Netflix series, you know, how to make a sex room, which has given us all kinds of ideas. Now we're re- now we're re- rewatching it and getting all kinds of ideas. <laughs> oh yeah, and so we are currently building that. So hell yeah, we, we are. We will keep you posted on the progress of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm excited. Yeah, we're so fucking having a Saint Andrew's cross. I'm just saying. Oh, praise be the Lord. (laughs) I'm over here doing the sign of the cross backwards. I'm like, I don't know what to think of this. I grew up Catholic. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But here's the thing with the sex room, too. And and, uh, I know this episode is not about that. We we should do it. We'll we'll do episodes about it. We'll we'll keep you posted. But the sex room, first and foremost, as you were saying uh, yesterday, is for you and me. Yeah. It's our unique place for us to go. To shut out the world, 
close the door, lock and key. Yeah. And I fucking own you in there. Yeah, you do. (laughs) (laughs) And you like it. Yes, I do. (laughs) But it's also for when we have friends that want to come over, because right outside that door, outside the the house is uh, our hot tub that faces the woods and the sunset. And Mm. so, um, yeah, there's plenty of good times to be had there. Oh, yeah. But yeah, first and foremost, it's ours. It's got our touch. But it's something that we also want. We're making it big enough and accommodating where we could probably have four to six other lifestyle friends over who want to enjoy it with us as well. Yeah. And we really we really love that sharing aspect. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. Because sharing is caring. Swingers love sharing <laughs> each other. And uh, yes. And uh, and their swinger spaces and uh, just like the the house party the other night. So, yeah. If uh, if you want to find people in your area in the next 24 hours or less, guaranteed you can connect with people like basically right now. You can find them and search them out. Go to the show notes or the website, newswingerspodcast.com, or just go down in the show notes and click that uh, that link that says Swing Easy. You know, find local swingers in your area in the next 24 hours or less, guaranteed. This is how we found the one couple that we met for drinks who then told us about the house party, yep. introduced us to the host, and then we met five to seven other couples um, and we've probably, we're keeping in touch. We've kept in touch since the party, I think with three or four of them. And so mm-hmm. like we're, we have, like, we just create group texts, you know, between the four of us, uh, yep. the, the other couple. Mm-hmm. And then we just, we keep in touch and, uh, yeah, it's, it's great. So that's, that's how we're doing it. So that was, uh, our very first swinger house party experience. And we hope if you have one that your experience was just as hot as ours, or even more. Don't forget to check out my OnlyFans. My pierced 32 triple D tits are on there. <laughs> they are. And she has some new ones. Uh, she just put some some new nipple rings in. Oh, last week. Yep. Yeah. Well, let's mm-hmm. see. What do they say again? The one on one side, it says one nipple has a ring in that says, fuck me. And the other, which is black. And then the other one is red, two red hearts. And it says, come here, C-U-M, come here. Uh, if you don't go to her OnlyFans for any other reason, go check it out. Link is the first link in the show notes so you can see what I'm seeing right now. And uh, enjoy yourself. Hey. Motorboat. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the New Swingers Podcast. Do you have a question about the swinger lifestyle or an issue you're struggling with? Send us an email at newswingerspodcast at gmail.com newswingerspodcast at gmail.com and there's a good chance we may anonymously feature and discuss your questions so it can be helpful for you as well as other listeners just send us an email at newswingerspodcast at gmail.com